This is episode 310 of The Amy Ehlers Show. The Amy Ehlers Show is especially for powerful, high-achieving women that are ready to stop being so darn hard on themselves so they can make their greatest contribution. And on the show, we have incredible talks with fabulous luminaries, like today's show, which features my dear friend, Sam Bennett, best-selling author, amazing human being, you are going to love her. And The Amy Ehler Show also features special episodes where I just jam with you about what's going on in life so that women can rise and lead and really fall in love with themselves and own their power and worth. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 310. That's amyaylorshow.com forward slash 310. Now, today's show is brought to you by my upcoming retreat in Belize, that's right, Belize, that actually I'm co-leading with my friend Sam Bennett, and it's called Barefoot Perfect Belize. You can find out more at barefootperfect.com, and actually today, August 21st, 2019, is the last day that you can enroll for the early bird pricing, where you save 2500 bucks. So if you are intrigued at all, the next step is go to barefootperfect.com and apply right now so that you can get in line for that special early bird savings. This retreat is especially for women in midlife that are ready to really create the next chapter of their life. And today's show is actually from a Facebook Live and a Zoom call that I did with Sam. And I have to tell you, this class was so well received. We got so many thank you emails from women saying, I finally don't feel so alone about all the craziness going on in midlife and beyond. You are going to love these five red hot truths about midlife. So without further ado, on with the show. We were just welcoming everyone that was in our little green room with us, seeing behind the scenes and asking a pretty deep question that we are going to pose to all of you, which is, what are you pretending not to know? Because you're in midlife or beyond, if you're tuning in, we're assuming that. And that to us means that it's time for you to tell a little bit more truth in your life. Right, Sam? Right. So yeah, what are you not telling the truth about or the entire truth about to yourself or to someone else in your life? What are you pretending to not know? And we're getting some great answers here. Um, Pretending it is okay not to shine my star, pretending to be okay with being of service to everyone, right? We get everything done for everybody else all day long. Barbara says, pretending not to know that it's time to leave my job and try something new, scared to make a change like that at 53. Oh, Barbara, you are going to be so inspired by the end of this call. All right. So good. So good. So we want to welcome all of you. This is the five red hot secrets about midlife and beyond. And we're going to do some massive truth telling today. And I want to give a special shout out. And to the, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Amy Ehlers, known as the wake up call coach. I've been a coach for almost 20 years now, two decades. My gosh, I started when I was five, clearly. Um, <laughs> but, um, bestselling author, all that jazz. We'll talk a little bit more about ourselves, but I'm Amy and I want to give a special shout out to the women in my rise and lead incubator. It's a women's leadership incubator. And Sam, my dear friend, Samantha Bennett is right here with me. Hi everybody. I want to give a shout out to everyone too. Hi, I'm Sam Bennett from the real And yes, it's true. Amy and I have been friends for, um, 21 years, Amy. Our friendship is now an adult. 
She can drive, she can vote, she can drink. <laughs> and she can tell the truth about what is going on in the world. Um, and yeah, I, I'm so glad to have all of you here from, from our community, from Amy's community, from the Facebook community. And again, yes, yeah, special tip of the hat to my people in Sam's Pro Club and the Centering Circle. And those of you in my, in my programs, uh, we always like to really recognize the people who've invested with us because they're special. They've made a special effort and we're always glad to welcome them. Um, but for all of you, so you're here because you are in midlife, whatever that means to you, you know, over the age of 18 and under the <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> and, and you have some questions about where your life is going. Mm. And you're probably feeling a little tired, some overwhelm, maybe some exhaustion, maybe some stress. Anyone raising my hand? I get it. And maybe you're just genuinely and generally feeling annoyed because there's a lot of shit going down in the world right now. And to be looking at midlife and beyond and getting the insurmountable issues that we are facing in this world, it can be very annoying and you might be feeling a little crabby about it. So we got you. We understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Annoyed, frustrated, stressed, overwhelmed. Yeah. That's for you. You can raise your hand. You can write, didn't make a little note. Again, write the stuff down for yourself. Because again, part of changing things is being truthful about what's actually going on. Right. Yes. And not being like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. Everything's fine. Fine. E yeah, no. exactly. Not fine. No. Um, no. You're and 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 you're ready. You know, you you re- you saw this invitation to have uh, to be part of this sort of real truth talk, real talk conversation between friends, colleagues. This is, by the way, a great thing about having your own business is you can hang out with your best friends and call it work. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into this the messiness of this, the magic of this. This is a mat. You have some magical time. The the point of power is here and now, and. Um, you know, or maybe you're just here because you like hanging out with us, in which case we're glad to have you for that too. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. So we're going to talk about red. We're going to talk about hot. We're going to talk about truth, not necessarily in that order because we're crazy like that. <laughs> and here's the other thing. We just want you to know there's nothing for sale on the call. You can actually put your wallet away. That's not actually the purpose of this call. But that said, if you want to go deeper on this topic, if especially if you're a woman in midlife or beyond that's really like, what's the next chapter of my life about? We are going to share with you an amazing thing that we have coming up that's really fun that you may have seen us already talking about. <laughs> well, here, I mean, let's just say what it is. So here, here's what happens. So Amy and I are having one of our conversations we have often about like what's going on in our lives and where we're frustrated and where we're overwhelmed and where we're stressed and where we're not doing everything we want to be doing and having the impact we want to have and where we see this in the lives of our clients and students. And there's my cat's tail. Cooper's <laughs> 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 joining us for this call. And, um, and first of all, we decided to partner on something which we've never done before, which is crazy. Um, and then Amy's, we're talking about, oh, what should we do? Should we offer an online course? What should we do? And then Amy says, let's do something fun. <laughs> Remember fun? And I'm like, no, but say more. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up deciding to put together this retreat to, wait for it, Belize. Belize. I mean, who knew? It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going February 29th to March 4th. And so if you want to check it out, 
2020, right? Like it's, <laughs> so if you want to check it out, you can go to barefootperfect.com. You can see all the information there and it's just invites you to fill out an application, which we encourage you to do. Even if you know, there is no way you're going to come with us just because the action of answering the questions can be sort of compelling. So don't, you know, you don't have to do it now, but barefootperfect.com. And, um, and it's just fun to look at the pictures and dream, isn't it? I know, you know, I have to say the resort that we're staying at, I'm following them on Instagram and I just love it because I'll be in my Instagram, in my feed and all of a sudden the perfect beach comes up on my feed and then I'm like, I'm going to go there in 2020. It's so exciting. It's just so fun to say you're going to Belize. So we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the call, but let's get into this and let's actually, well, and you know what, actually, I would just want to say one more thing before we jump there, that even if you are not in a position right now, or maybe even don't have the desire to travel to Belize with us, which is really the hidden gem of the Caribbean, who knew? Amazing. But regardless of that, what in your life would feel fun for you? What would allow you to let your hair down, to take the mask off, and to just give yourself time to be with you? That's what we designed Barefoot Perfect for and about. But we want all of you, whether you're coming to Belize with us, and we know that there's some women that have already signed up that are on the call right now. Hello. We are so excited. And regardless, we want every single one of you to be planning something that you can look forward to that feels fun and that feels grounded in truth for you. Yeah. So we said we're going to talk about red hot truth. We're actually going to move backwards through that phrase. Yeah. So we're going to start with truth. We're going to start yes. with truth. And that's just, number one. Yes. Number one. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess the question is really, like we said at the beginning, where are you not telling the truth in your life or not telling the whole truth in your life, whether it's to yourself or to someone else? And, you know, we've all been so over-socialized to be polite and to be nice, and to not upset anyone, and to not, you know, give full force to our feelings, and to our, what we know to be true, and, and, you know, there's an advantage to getting a little bit older, and the little bit of an, I don't give a shit what you think pill anymore, (laughs) you know, that I didn't have in my 20s, I was very, very worried about what everybody thought of me, yeah, and now I'm really um, much more able to, to stand in my own truth and take the consequences of saying my own truth, both to myself mm. and other people. I just went back to CrossFit. Amazing. Which I got to tell you, the courage it takes to go back after you've taken a year off is worse than the courage it takes to start to begin with. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 You have that like, hi, yeah. everyone. <laughs> But I was like, you know, I just, I, I had to tell the truth to myself of like, Sam, not working out is not working for you. Right. Right. Not working out is not making you happy. It's not making you feel healthy. You know, so the truth is you got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So where's, where are you going to tell the truth and where can you call on that little bit of the midlife courage of like, let's just be real about this now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there's kind of the bad news and the bad news is we don't always tell the truth, right? Exactly like what you're talking about. We've been so indoctrinated in our generation to really be polite, to be the good girl, to be the one that doesn't rock the boat, right? And so we, oftentimes we haven't 
built the muscle. We don't have those courageous conversations as they're called. We didn't get that training. It's amazing. I'm a mom. I have two daughters. My youngest is going into kindergarten and my oldest is going into seventh grade. They're six and a half years apart. So I'm in tween land and kindergarten land. It's bizarre. But the thing that I want you to know is that my, my kids are getting the training about courageous conversations now. It's incredible. We also have them at a progressive private school. <laughs> so we're, we actually, that for me was like, I have to make sure that there's a social emotional curriculum that's around truth telling, that's around being authentic. So there is a generation being brought up that's very different around this, which is amazing. And I still feel like I'm catching up. I'm like, oh, okay, so you mean I'm going to tell the truth even if it means that people won't like me? I'm going to tell the truth even if it means I'm going to lose followers on Instagram, followers on Facebook, people are going to unsubscribe from my list? And it's really interesting being an entrepreneur where we have those measuring sticks where you actually literally see, oh, I just lost 50 followers for saying that. And you know what? Bye-bye. God bless the unsubscribes. Yes. See ya. Not my people. That's cool. So we have an assignment for you. Yeah which is uh, um, to, to, to practice, make it a point today and maybe even, you know, in the next two hours to say a truth today mm. and to say it without blaming, without explaining, without apologizing, but just something along the lines of, you know what, when you do this, I feel this way. Mm. Or when you do this, I make up a story in my head that it means this. Mm. Or when I see you do this, it has this impact on me, mm. right? Mm. The other one, I was, <laughs> Jennifer goes, ugh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> you can do it, Jennifer. You can do it. <laughs> and Penny's saying, I'm brilliant at being the good girl. Oh my, LOL. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because you get a lot of, you know, you get a lot of applause for that. You get a lot of love. You get a lot of, you know, pats on the head. But we're a little past pat on the head stage, yeah. right? So repeat it with me. When you do this, I feel this way. When you do this, I feel this way. I have another one that I thought of this morning. This is a different kind of truth. Mm. This one may be even harder for some people. Sweetheart, you were right. Mm. Sweetheart, you were right and I was wrong. Ooh! I am telling you, this has transformed so many relationships my, with my team, with my family, with my sweetheart. You know, when I say, Luke, honey, you, you called it. You were exactly right about this. And I had this big fat opinion that it was going to be this way. And I was so wrong. Thank you for bearing with me, you know. And again, not apologizing, not explaining, not going into big, you know, horse whipping, but just acknowledging when someone else is right and you were wrong. Cause we love the feeling of being right. Right. Yeah. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. And when we're not right, we like to like pretend like that didn't happen or sort of sweep it aside and standing in the truth of like, wow, I notice that I was wrong, mistaken, ill-informed, spoke without thinking, you know, whatever it is that you know you do. And just to own it is incredibly powerful. And mostly what I notice is it gives the other person a chance to be gracious. Nice. Right. The other person then goes, oh, honey, no, it was, I wasn't entirely right either. Oh, you know, you've been right about plenty of things. You just weren't right right now. (laughs) (laughs) And pay attention, by the way, if the person isn't gracious, that's good information to know. Like, yeah, I was right. I told you. Right. Yeah. So that's red hot truth. Number one is truth 
tell the truth and tell the truth faster. And if nothing else, if this exercise that we've given you, at least tell the truth to yourself, write it in a journal, make the big admission, tell yourself, you know what? Okay. I remember with my ex-boyfriend that I lived with before my now husband of 15 years and man for 19 years, um, Jeff, my beloved, I remember I finally admitting to myself that I needed to get out of the relationship. And then it took me actually a year to actually take the action, but it was profound when I could actually look myself in the eye and say, sweetheart, we got to get out of this. This isn't the right person for you. And I'm not the right person for him. It's not going to work. And then it took, took a while to get the courage to act, but at a minimum, tell the truth to yourself a little bit more today. Good. All right. All right. Number two. Number two. Hot. Hot. Red hot truth. You are hot. Baby, you are on fire. And if you are paramenopausal or menopausal, you are literally hot. (laughs) I am so sad that I have an entire wardrobe of beautiful sweaters and scarves. (laughs) I may never wear again. That's the bad news, right? But also you're hot in terms of you're wiser. Yeah. You know more. You do tell the truth more often than you did in your 20s, right? There's also this sense of you're hot because you know more. And because you're wiser, you've lived longer. You've had more experiences. You have more to teach. You have more to give on some level. That's right. Really powerful. Your mastery of your work, of yourself, of your understanding of people, all that intuition and artistic and creative ability that you had as, as when you were young has really blossomed here. And, and I know this is not like something you're going to read in the popular you know, opinion newspaper, but you are in your prime earning years right mm. now. Mm. You all, whether you have ever made a dime for yourself or not, mm-hmm. you have some real opportunities now because of your level of mastery, because of your um, self-possession um, and your willingness to tell the truth and the magical technologies that connects us to each other. I mean, here we are with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people registered for this event, watching the replay here with us live, like you are able to reach your people in a whole new way. So there's a real hotness to your impact and your financial uh, magnetism. Yes. So we have an assignment for you around this because here's the truth. Even though there's a part of us who really owns the hotness of how wise we are and the mastery that we have, There's also this other part of us, which I call in my work, the inner mean girl, right? That voice on your head is like, and studies show over and over and over again, how much we, especially as women, underestimate ourselves, how much we bully ourselves. I mean, when you look, it's fascinating. When you look at the studies, men actually initiate salary negotiations four times more often than women do. And then when we finally get up the gumption to do the, the actual negotiation, we ask for 30% less money, right? The, these are the facts of what's going on for us as women. So here's your assignment. Look at where are you underestimating yourself? Yeah. Where's an area in your life where you are not owning what a badass you are, where you're not owning your hotness, so to speak? And your badassery may show up as fragility, 
It may show up as being an ability to be genuine. It may show up as friendliness. It may show up as sweetness. It may show up as the ability to compliment people in a way that really matters to them. I mean, when we say badass, we don't we don't mean like you got to be all rude and sassy or be any way other than the person you were born to be. Mm. But whatever that person is you were born to be, lean into her. Mm. Let her drive a little bit more. I will also give you a fun tip. I just recently, I've been doing a lot of traveling lately and, you know, airplanes are like a government experiment in, in torture in like <laughs> how hot and airless and on tight space. And I'm almost six feet tall. Like it's terrible. So I just got one of these little sports towels. Like you see like Venus and Serena wearing and you wet it and then it stays cool on the back of your neck. And it's my little traveling, how I manage airplanes now. I love that. A little, little tip. A little okay. tip. Yeah. It's a cool tip from somebody who's hot. <laughs> So looking at where you're underestimating yourself and what's one action you, were to, you would take in your life right now if you were twice as confident. Like if you just really owned your mastery, owned the hotness, what's one action? We'd love to have you pop that in the chat here on Zoom. Leave a comment below on Facebook. What's one action you would take if you were twice as confident? Another way I like to think of this, I think I got this from you, Amy, is what's one action you would take if you knew no one's feelings would get hurt? Mm. Mm. What's one action you would take if you knew that no one's feelings would get hurt? Mm. And again, going back to point one, like just being honest with yourself about that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. If I knew for sure, I would publish that book. Yeah. If I knew for sure, I would start that business. I would leave this marriage. I would, you know. Wear the bikini. Yes. Swim nude. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So really feeling into that. Where are you underestimating yourself? What's one action that you would take if you were twice as confident? Mm -hmm. All right. Red hot truth number three. Shall we go there? Yeah. I love this. Jennifer's saying I would end a couple of friendships that I know aren't the best for me. Yeah. Those, yeah. You know, this is interesting, actually. We were talking about this in a different context. Our friend Shasta Nelson is a friendship expert, actually. Wow. She's, and uh, she says, I think I have this right, that we sort of swap out 50% of our friends every seven years. Wow. And when I heard her say that, and if that's not, I'm not great remembering numbers, so that might not be the exact numbers, but <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It was, a, it was a big enough number that I was like, wow. Mm. And it, and honestly, I felt a huge amount of permission in that of like, that's right. Friendships ebb and flow and people come and go from our lives and that's okay. We're not meant to stay friends with everybody forever, you know? So you can let some of those relationships go. You don't have to make a big deal about it. You can just, you know, just step quietly back out of the room like a baby sleeping, like don't notice Maybe they'll circle back around again. But if people are not appropriate, you have a right to have the people who are appropriate to your life be in your life. And you have a right to surround yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself. Enough with the frenemy thing, right? Enough. We're in midlife and beyond. Ladies and esteemed gentlemen, we don't need to put up with that BS anymore. If someone feels like a frenemy, forget it. And that, Amy, leads us right into number three, which is red. Yes. We're talking about hot, and we're talking about red. Yeah. Because we're pissed. Yeah. And all this language about like, oh, I'm frustrated. Oh, I'm annoyed. No, we're furious. Yeah. Yeah. 
furious. We're furious at being underestimated. We're furious at what's going on in the world. We're furious with ourselves for not taking more important, significant action, you know, for tolerating the little blah, blah, blah of our lives. Yeah. We're furious. Yeah. It's true. Collectively, individually, we're enraged. When's the last time that you let yourself feel your rage? Rage at how that frenemy is treating you. Rage at how the garbage didn't get taken out again. I'm telling on my husband. Rage, rage about the things that are going on in our country right now. Rage. Rage at what's happening in our families, right? So many of you, I hear from so many clients and students and friends who are what what they call the sandwich generation, right? So we're taking care of kids on one hand and taking care of our aging parents on the other hand. And everybody's pulling us in a zillion different directions. Like we don't have needs. And of course we want to take care of the people we love. Of course we want to be there for them. Of course we do. But the fact that this is turning highly qualified, educated, you know, important women into chauffeurs and, you know, amateur babysitters, like this is not, this is not what you're for. There has got to be a better solution. Yes. And it really is a reckoning in midlife of your unexpressed rage of the things that you have not like that you've let pile up higher and higher and higher and higher to the point where you're stepping around the huge mountain of shit in, under the carpet. And so this can really be a time where you express it, where you let it go, where you tell the truth about it. Yeah. So again, <laughs> this is where I urge you to make some five minute art about it. Mm. And that means just grab a piece of taking paper, typing paper and a ballpoint pen and just do stick figures. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like pretty, but just get the feeling out. Allow yourself to experience the feeling. The feeling will not hurt you, right? Just let the feeling out. All feelings just want to be felt. Feelings just want to be felt. And as soon as a feeling knows it's been felt, it can get promoted and get a better job. Yes. Right? And I heard this, I read this somewhere recently. And if, you know, the feelings you don't want to feel, the ones you try to lock away down in the basement, they go down in the basement and lift weights. Mm. (laughs) Love that. Right. So if even again, even if you're not willing to, you know, acknowledge it to anyone else, or even if you're in a situation that honestly you can't control or fix or change or do anything about, you can still acknowledge your feeling. So to just, we give you 100% permission for five minutes to just go, this shit sucks. Yeah. And just go ahead and make a list of all the unpaid labor that you do, all the emotional labor that you do, all of the compromising that you do, all the putting yourself last on the list that you do, all the postponing of joy. Yeah. There's an expression in the coaching world that what you can't be with runs you. So if you can't be with your rage how furious you are, then it's like the thing in the center of your life that you're constantly dancing around. It actually owns your life, (sighs) running your life. So if you can instead allow it to be expressed, allow it to be felt. And this does not mean that you have to go and tell your dad how furious you are at him. If that's what's going on for you, like this, this actually can be a personal process of you just admitting it, of you making the list. Like Sam said, so powerful and so cathartic to just tell the truth about it, to admit it, and to allow yourself to express it. So this is your assignment. Do a rage page. 
<laughs> a rage page, right? So this is really for you to do that expression. Yeah. Yeah. And let, yeah, let yourself, let the feelings out. Because the good news is that, you know, anger is a warning sign, right? Anger is energy and it's an important red light that's saying, you know what, something is not right here. Yeah. And you don't have to be angry to fix it, right? We could, that, that fixing it place can come from a very peaceful, generous, loving place. But if you have repressed rage, you are not going to be able to be fully present to generosity and love. Right. Because part of it is going to be preoccupied with the rage. So rage page and really like even exaggerate how angry you are. Yeah. Like, especially if you're me, because like I, I am very slow to anger. I have almost no temper. Oh, there goes the train. Um, and... I am, get on it. The rage train. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so let it, let it really just let her rip and see what happens again, even just for five minutes. Yeah. Um, Amy's saying she wrote a poem about her rage a while ago, seeing it as an imprisoned dragon. Ooh, so good. I read a medium article that was just a rage filled article towards men getting their shit together around and just like literally a list of all the dumb stuff that men in the spotlight have been doing that are just the, the toxic masculinity expression from Harvey Weinstein to Louis CK to, you know, bozos like Tony Robinson, like whatever it is, right? Like just boom, 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 boom. And it just felt so cathartic. And then I was like, maybe I'll publish it. And I did. And it was like, I got so much great feedback when we were like, thank you. I needed that. It was so cathartic for people to just be enraged for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Claude Amy is saying that um, she read about a male, a male painter telling a woman artist that her paintings are so good, no one could say it was created by a woman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, people. Come on. People. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that little emoji with the head exploding. Right? Really, male painter? Because your painting's so good, it could almost have been done by a woman. Right? <laughs> like, what is that? Veronica uh. <laughs> says, and then she punched him in the mouth. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> All right, so just to recap, so we're talking about truth and truth-telling and, and the challenge is to be a little bit more honest with someone or with yourself today. Yep. We talked about hot. We talked about being on fire, both physically a little hotter than usual, but also burning with brilliance and really um, acknowledging and owning your competence and your confidence and challenging you to say, what would I do if I were twice as confident as I am right mm. now? Mm. Wait, what, even just what would the options be? What would be available to me? And then red, furious, rage page, get it out, get it out, mm. get it out. Mm. Mm. So that brings us to number four, midlife and beyond. Now, here's the thing that's so exciting and simultaneously completely terrifying, right? This is the paradox. We don't know what the next year, what the next month, for goodness sake, especially in this time in our world right now, we don't know what the next 20 years, we don't know what the next 30 years, we don't even know how much time we have left, right? And so this means that we get to really explore like what is, like what if we were to create what we want the next chapter of our life to be like? So exciting. And I, and cause it is a whole new world, right? I mean, when we graduated high school, like we knew what the roadmap was at least supposed to be, right? Go to college, start a career, get married, have kids. Like, even if you didn't choose to do all those things or not all those things happen for you, you still sort of knew what the plan was kind of supposed to be. Right. In theory. Right. 
I'm 52. I don't know in theory what the next 20 years are supposed to be like. Yeah. I was at an event with Sherry Salata. You know, she ran Oprah's empire for a while. She, oh, right. She right? didn't know the, the, the book. No, uh, the beautiful no. Right. The beautiful no. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful no, which is about the rejections in our lives that turn out to be blessings. Right. Mm. Um, but she was, so we're at this, it's just, you know, there's maybe 30 of us in the room and she's talking about how when she goes um, home to high school reunions, she feels like there's a definite divide in the room. There's the women her age, and she's maybe a little bit older than I am, but not very much, um, who've given up. Ah. Given up. They're wearing the I give up dress. They have the I give up haircut. Mm -hmm. And they're good. You know, they're going to do the grandma thing. They're going to do what they're doing. They're uh, they're coasting. They're coasting. And I I don't want this to sound like I'm criticizing anyone's life choices. I would never in a million years do that. If if that's working for you, then yay. Do that. Do that. Yeah. But then she's saying, you know, but then there's her and her, you know, her friends who haven't given up and they're wearing the I don't give up clothes and the I don't give up lipstick and have the I don't give up haircut. And like, what does that mean to not give up? Right. Mm-hmm. So what, and I don't even know, this is again, partly why we came up with this barefoot perfect trip, this bare, it's barefootperfect.com if you want to take a look at it, mm-hmm. but to have some time to really go, what is the roadmap here? Yeah. You know, they say, oh, 50 is the new 30. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) What does it mean for me sexually? What does it mean for me financially? What does it mean for me in terms of my friendships? What does it mean for me in terms of my impact in the world? Like what is possible? Yeah. Yeah. It really gets to be, if you let it, a blank canvas And when we get out of the reaction place, which is why, you know, we started in this place of truth telling, and then we go into this place of really expressing the rage and stopping underestimating yourself. And if you really then clear the decks and give yourself that fresh canvas and say, what is this next chapter of my life about for me? What is it really about for me? Because newsflash, right? No one here gets out alive. Our days are numbered. It always has been. That's just the truth of life. That's the cycle. And I don't care for that, I have to say. But it is the truth. And especially as we have more people in our lives that are dying, that are getting sick, that are going through tremendous heartache and tragedy in their personal lives. And then collectively on the planet, when we have these crazy environmental things, when we have all of these things happening at the border, when we have things happening in our own hometown. You know, here I live in Oakland, California, in the San Francisco Bay Area. The homelessness, the homeless population is just heartbreaking on a daily basis. I talk with my daughters about it. We've done several things to try to help, but it's like there is so much work that needs to be done. And you can take that rage, that rage page, and go, what's the theme of that rage page? Oh, that's what I really care about. And that can become your fuel for the next contribution that you want to make. For the next thing that, like you, you're putting on the I do not give up dress. Hell, you're putting on the I do not give up jeans or bikini or whatever it is. And you're saying, I have work to do. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to make the best of this next chapter of my life. And then really taking the time to do it now. <sighs> Right. 
Because we heard earlier, we were asking people, you know, what are you not telling the truth about? And we got, it's interesting, we sort of got some bo- of both comments of like, I'm not letting myself know how much time and opportunity I really have available to me. Mm. And I'm not letting myself know how short time really is. Yeah. And we know, right, it's the number one deathbed regret. This is what hospice workers tell us, is that the number one deathbed regret is people saying, I live my life for everybody else. Oh. I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't live out my dream. I didn't give full voice to my talent, to my abilities, to my desires. You do not want to be that guy. Mm -mm. You do not want to be that guy. You want to, you want to end your life going, yep. (laughs) I did it. Did it. Pissed some people off along the way, had a great time, squeezed that orange got every drop of juice out of that. Thanks. So long. And thanks for all the fish, right? We are not here forever. We have a limited amount of time in which to do our work and we do not know how much time that is. Yeah. So this is the assignment for this one. What will you do today? Yeah. What will you do today to start that fresh canvas, right? And Annette says, fresh canvas, love that. (laughs) Yeah. What will you do today to create that roadmap for yourself? If you're not happy with the direction you're going, if you want to end up somewhere else in a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, however, whatever, and even a hundred years, like, what do you want your legacy to be a hundred years from now? What do you want your great grandchildren to know Mm. about their great grandmother? Mm. What are they going to know that you were well-behaved and never pissed anybody off? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think you would be in this community if that were you. Right. Right? I think you want your great-grandchildren going, my grandmother was a badass. Yeah. (laughs) I love what Anita says. I don't see not wearing makeup as giving up, but rather as a choice. It's a statement of liberating myself from the beauty myth and allowing my soul beauty to shine. Hell yes. Oh yeah, no. We. I didn't mean I give up dress or I give up makeup. Like, like, like you're supposed to wear anything different than you want to wear. No, I want you to give full. Exp- but what I'm noticing is the um, that the the invisibility cloak. Yes. Right? That like I'm just not going to try. You know, I'm not going to make choices about how I look. I'm not going to make choices. I'm going to sort of desexualize myself. I'm going to play down whatever it is that I feel makes me beautiful. Um, and I'm just going to sort of hide here behind, you know, this, 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 this costume of, of invisibility. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I don't care whether you wear makeup or don't or what you wear. I, I, gen, I can't tell you how much I don't care. Because <laughs> like, some people, some, you know, some women, especially some female coaches, really have a big opinion about that. Mm. You know, and it was one of the things that this is so random, but this is what happens when you tell the truth with friends. One of the things that held me back from keynoting was I felt like I don't look good in a cocktail dress. Oh, I don't like wearing cocktail dresses. I don't yeah. like wearing dresses at all. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that whole look, you know, that you see from women in personal development, that sort of yeah. like floofed yeah. up hair and the yeah. little dress and the high heeled shoes yeah. and the little thing. I'm like, I can't pull that look off. And I, and that held me, that thought held me back for years until finally Finally, I had to wait for an invitation. Finally, somebody said, hey, Sam, if we give you $5,000, will you come down and speak to our organization? And I'm like, why? Why, yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> I'd be happy to. Um, it's one of the things that happens when you write a book because people call you. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And figuring out what's my style. What do I, what I feel great in? What, what, you know, what do I want to rock here? So it's not about, you know, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to buy into anybody's idea of what beauty is just your own, but I want you to buy into your own. Right. Get to that. Yeah. This is about liberation. And for some women, it's the liberation is about claiming, and this is, this is it right here. What if the best of your life was yet to come? Hmm. What if you actually interacted with midlife, with beyond, what, whatever age you are? I'm 45. Sam's 52. Is that what you said, Sam? Sam, 52? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There might be people on the call that are in their 30s. There might be people in their call in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Hell, maybe you're 100. But it's like, what if you really believe the best of your life was yet to come instead of this invisibility thing of like the best of my life is behind me and now it's my time to fade out slowly? Screw that. We're interested in working with women and in really infusing women with this notion that the best of your life is yet to come and with this notion that you get to create whatever the hell you want. And how liberating is that? Wearing makeup, wearing the cocktail dress, not wearing makeup, going on stage barefoot, whatever works for you. Hell, I don't care. Sam doesn't care. It's about you and you doing what's authentically right for you. Veronica says there's a difference between choosing cargo pants and defaulting to cargo pants. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Deb has shared a poem because she is going to be twice as confident. This is her twice as confident act. Right. I love it. Awesome. She says this was written to express my negative feelings in an extreme way to dramatize and flip the script. Right. That's the advantage of that rage page activity, right? When you really even exaggerate how you're feeling, you can really start to see the truth of what's in there. And here's the thing. When you tell the truth about what's going on for you, you make it easier for me to tell the truth about what's going on for me. Mm. You give voice to what's troubling me. You give voice to the things that are unnamed inside of me. Yeah. And I hear you say it and I go, yes, that's what I want. That's what I feel. That's what I believe. This is what I need. A week in Belize with Amy and Sam. Yes. <laughs> Hello. And I love it on Facebook. Heather, Heather is saying, oh my gosh, Sam, you are not 52. No way. And then she says, now that my kids are older, I finally feel like I can do this. Yeah. My husband, Rob says, hi, my loves preach, baby preach. (laughs) Hi, Rob. We love you, Rob. We love you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I realized I was holding off doing some live video because I no longer look 30 and I still have to face it and overcome it regularly. Well, that's exactly right. Right. I mean, we all have that. I don't know if we all have it. I guess some people love to have their picture taken or love to be on camera. I am not that person and I don't know any of those people. And I was a professional actor for most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. So being on camera and being seen and being on stage and having pictures taken was an enormous part of my life. I hated it then and I hate it now. Yeah. But it is the sacrifice we make, right? Like I'm willing to put my vanity right. on the altar of service. That's right. And say, all right, I'm going to show up looking and feeling as good as I possibly can because I know that what I have to say and share is way more important than my concern about, you know, the this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's right. Well, yeah. And I, I remember I was coaching a client of mine that was a painter and she was getting ready to do her first show. And we were talking about what her inner mean girl, right? That inner critic, what she was saying to her. And she said, people might not like it. And I said, uh, yes, there's going to be a lot of people who don't like it. 
let's just be with that for a minute. And she was so expecting me to be like, everybody's going to love it. And I'm like, I'm not a bullshit coach. Like that's not my job. And so we just were with that. And then I said, well, what would make it worth it? Even if some people don't like it. And she said, well, someone to like it. And I said, I I know that's going to happen. And she went and did her first show. And of course it was a hit, but it was like, here's the thing. It's, it's like, that's the cake was her doing her show. The frosting was having some people like it, but the cake was her getting to just express herself and do this long dream, like this dream that she had had for decades to finally put her work out in the world. We want that for each and every one of you, whatever your version of the art show is. Yeah. 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 Good. Jennifer says, I'm glad you can't see me because I've been crying since the start of the call. Jennifer. Good. Let it out, sister. Let it out. Right. Nanette says, put your vanity on the altar of service. I need this. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, you know, we did this because like I said, we were so inspired by the action of putting together barefootperfect.com. And we wanted to just open that up to you guys. The early bird expires August 21st. Right. So you can save $2,500. Yeah. And um, this place in Belize, we're going, it's, so everybody gets their own little casita, right? Their own little shack on the beach shack. No, their own little studio on the beach with their own king size bed. All the food and drink is taken care of. Everything is taken care of. We're going to walk you through some really powerful work, but we're also going to give you time to just chill out. Yes. Because we did, we wanted to be in community around this conversation with each other, with you guys, to inspire you, to light you up. And this is our final little challenge to you is whether or not you're coming with us to Belize, where is your dreaming space? Mm. Where is your dreaming room? Where is the moments, the hours, the days that you can set aside to really create? Because that new roadmap, that new canvas is not going to paint itself, children. And the other thing, and this is really red hot truth number five, is that you don't have to do this alone. You get to be in community. Here's the thing that I find so fascinating. There's this incredible study from National Geographic on stress. And they decided to look at the impact of chronic stress on our brains. And so they decided, well, what group of people could we actually use as our test subjects for this to study stress on the brain that's under chronic stress? And they thought, ah, I know, we're going to actually get a group of moms who have special needs children. And I know that there are some of you listening that have a special needs child or have a special needs niece or nephew, and you know the chronic stress that these moms, that these dads are under. So they looked at these women's brains and they saw that the chronic stress was literally killing their brain cells. Wow. Literally killing their brain cells. But here's the magic. And I always get goosebumps whenever I talk about this. It just makes me want to cry. But then they put these moms with special needs children into a group, into a support group together with other moms that were going through the exact same thing. And what they found is that when they were in group, their brains started regenerating. 
being in community, especially for women, regenerates our brain. All of the stress, whether you have the stress of a partner that's ill, or you have the stress of a child that's not well, or you have the stress of what's going on on the planet at this time, or you have the stress of aging parents or whatever that stress is, all of that rage, when we come together as women in community, our brains heal. We start regenerating those brain cells. We can start building those new neural pathways that are about joy, that are about gratitude, that are about goodness. And then combine that with being on the ocean. If you get the opportunity to go to Belize with us and have the positive ions of the ocean every day, right? I mean, this is about regenerating. So whether you're with us or whether you're in another group, find your people, get a community going, surround yourself with other women in particular, I just think that there's something magical that happens when women specifically come together. Women that are in mid-age, surround yourself with other women that are in your age group and talk about the truth of what's going on. It will heal you. It will heal you. 100%. 100%. I, I, I'm so excited about this opportunity to be really frank you know, about what's going on and I noticed that when I'm really frank in a community, and not just a community of any women, right, but community of, of, of women like the women that are here now, you know, smart, insightful, creative, self-determined, poetic, magical, witchy, you know, little, 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 little with a spidey sense, you know, um, <laughs> that... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about the exercise we came up with for, um, Amy was uh, speaking, I think, at an extremely um, important tech company that rhymes with schmoogle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to say what it is. <laughs> it's okay. No, I, you can say that I, I spoke at women at uh, the women at Google group. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I don't remember this for the, for that group or not, but, um, but the exercise we came up with, and maybe we'll do this in Belize is to have people, have the women really confess what it is they really want for themselves. Yes, this was a different, but yes. Uh Right? Like I really, like we were saying earlier, I really want to write and publish that book. I really want to get that corner office. I really want to break seven figures. I really want to have a better sex life with my husband or my wife. I really want to, whatever that is. And, And so not only did they admit it publicly, but then everybody else at the table, all the other women at the table reflected back to them. I would love to see you write that book. That would be meaningful to me if you wrote and published that book. Yeah. I would love to see you get that corner office. Yeah. I would love to see you coming in a glow from your hot sex life. Yeah. Like, you know, that would be meaningful to me because it can be hard to do something if you think you're only doing it for yourself. Yeah. But when you realize, oh no, I'm doing this for everyone. Yeah. For all of us. Modeling is how we learn best. This is why we run group programs. This is why we do things in community. This is why we go on retreat together. It's because, you know, inside your own brain, it gets really loud and crowded and everything's complicated and upsetting, especially for my creatives who will overcomplicate a pencil. Like, (laughs) (laughs) give us a second. We'll find a way to overcomplicate it. (laughs) But to be in in this community with each other and and say the truth and have the truth reflected back to you. Yeah. Right. And to really, so often women get pitted against each other and it's fascinating when I look, when I, when I keynote, I talk a lot about the different studies that show us that women really tear each other down. 
I mean, there's this incredible study called the intolerance of sexy peers. And what this does is it shows that a woman who comes into a room that's perceived as attractive, 85% of the women in the room will look her up and down and make a negative comment about her appearance. 85%. Now, if we go back to why, like, why does this happen? Why does this happen? Well, if we look at where we were in the last couple of centuries, it's like, well, take a look. It used to be that a woman that was attractive was a threat to you because you needed a man to be able to know that you were going to be okay, right? It wasn't that long ago that women couldn't own property. It wasn't that long ago that women couldn't have their own bank accounts. It wasn't that long ago that women could not vote. And we still, for God's sake, are still not getting paid dollar for dollar for men. So we still have a huge way to go. But it's like, if we look at that and where our brains, if we look at that reptilian brain inside of us, we get threatened by other women and their beauty and their success. But not when you're gathered in a group with Sam and I. We create a culture where we're happy for women to be succeeding. And that is so important to have in your life, whether it's with us or with another group, be around another group of women where they want you to succeed and where they're celebrating your sexiness. They're celebrating your successes. They're celebrating your book being published. Yeah. Shamanista has submitted her application. Awesome. And, and, you know, and we're hearing this, um, you know, Claude Aimee and, and I have a special needs sister, an aging mother-in-law, a husband in depression. Yeah. Right. Amy says, I'm a mom to 16 year old twins with special needs. Yeah. I think Heather was is on this call. I think if this is the same Heather that I'm thinking of, yes. she's both special needs kids. Yes. So like, and so first of all, just a moment for everybody's dealing with something. Everybody. Everybody's dealing with something. Everybody's got a health crisis, a financial crisis, a personal crisis, a family crisis. Like it's on <laughs> yeah. for everyone. It is not easy for anyone. Yeah. And none of those things are a reason to not come to Belize. Mm. None of those things are a reason for you not to take action on the things that matter most to you. Right. I hear this all the time. It's not a good time. It's not a good time. Maybe if you were doing it later, maybe if you were doing it a different time, maybe if it was, oh, the money, the, 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 there is no such thing as another time. Yeah. There is only this time. And here's my question. Cause I get it. It's, you know, it's not an, an it's not a non, it's pretty, it's really low cost for what you get, but it is not, um, you know, it's not free. Right. Um, <laughs> if you're having rent and grocery issues, this is not your trip. Right. right. Um, you know, and I, it's, it's, you know, one of the reasons we, we picked Belize is because it's almost equidistant for East Coast and West Coast. So it's not that long of a flight. And Southwest is about to open up their airfares and they have like $300 tickets. Yes. What did you say? $250 from? Yeah, from San Francisco. It's like $227 round trip to Belize because that's the only other thing that you have to do is just get yourself to the Belize airport. And then once you land in Belize, everything is taken care of from there. We fly you to the, the little puddle jumper to the resort because it's a little up island. And then, and everything, welcome dinner, food, drink, everything's taken care of. Cocktails if you so choose. $100 spa credit. Yes. $100 spa credit. Oh, because it's the best spa in Belize, by the way. Yeah. That was not insignificant. And there's only 35 rooms in this entire resort. So basically we're taking over the entire place. I think we're going to have maybe 20-ish women. Yeah. Maybe some more because we're getting a lot of. I know. We'll, we'll have out. to see if we can do that. So yeah, well, let's see if we have the rooms. But anyway, probably yeah. around twenty people, yeah. um, twenty women, and um, 
so we're basically going to have a private resort all to ourselves. Um, and, and the one thing everybody says about Belize is everywhere, including this resort is that first of all, the language of the country is English. Mm. And so there's no language barrier. They accept American dollars. You don't have to change your money. And they are the friendliest, loveliest Mm. people you will ever want to know. So, um, we're really excited to to be at Naya and to be part of that Naya family and that Naya experience. Why did I start talking about this? Okay, so even if you were not going to Belize, like, what is what are you going to do? Right? What would make it worth it to you? That's really my question. What one result would you need to see to make all of it? The travel, the airfare, the time away, the making arrangements for everything else that has to get done. What one result would you need to see for you? that would make the whole thing totally worthwhile. I remember asking this question to a woman who was, when I was um, doing a different event in LA and, you know, she was flying in, I think even from out of the country and it was, it was a long trip and she was questioning the investment and I'm like, I get it. And I said, okay, I get it. Time, money, expense, for sure. What would make it totally worth it to you? And she said, I think just being in a room with all those extraordinary women And especially for my, you know, for those of you who self-identify as creative or highly creative, you know, we were the weird kids. We were the weird kids in our family. We were the weird kids at school. You know, we're a little less weird now, but not by very much. You know, we're sort of used to feeling that we don't really belong. Yeah. And she knew that in that room, she would belong. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So I also just want to say that the first 10 women that sign up get a special bonus. They get a private coaching session with Sam and a private coaching session with me that you can use anytime this year. And that's a $1,500 bonus. Here's the deal though. Five of those spots have already been taken. I think actually maybe six even. Actually, somebody enrolled this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, I think there's only four of those spots left. So definitely if you're a full body yes, or you're a maybe, or you're a, well, I maybe, I don't know, there could possibly fill out the application, get that in so that you get yourself in that order. And then you might be able to um, qualify for one of those spots. So we're just doing that as a little extra bonus for those of you that are quick quick decision makers, which we love. And what questions can we answer? We're, we have a few minutes left here on the call. We would love to take any questions. Um, anything else you want to say, Sam, before we take any questions? Just if the only reason you wouldn't come is the money, absolutely apply. Because you're a smart person. I'm a smart person. Amy's a smart person. It's my experience that when you really want to do something and you decide that it's important to you, we can find the money. Mm. We can find the money. I one time, one time was having an event and I got an, uh, an email from a woman who bought a ticket to the event and she sent me an email like two minutes later. She goes, Sam, this is the weirdest thing. You know, I knew I had to come to your thing. And I, she had little kids, like baby kids. And she, she had two or three little kids. She had no money to come. And she's like, but I knew I needed to be there. So I just bought the ticket and I thought, you know, let's have this work out. She hit send on the order to buy the ticket to come and the, her email refreshes and there's an email from her landlord saying, by the way, I have a friend who needs some help with writing a grant. If you help her, I'll waive your rent for next month. Wow. When instant gratification takes too long. 
make a decision, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, here's the thing also, we have an extended payment plan. You do not have to put the entire amount down right now in order to have your ticket. The process, the application process is you apply, we then review your application personally, Sam and I and our team. And then if we feel like this is a good fit for you, we will reach out with an official letter of acceptance and give you the link to register yourself. And you can choose from full pay or you can choose a payment plan. So we've made it super easy so that you can actually have it spaced out as your paychecks come in or as your clients come in or what have you. And we've made it just really easy. And this, you know, the, the last all-inclusive retreat I did was over $15,000. So this is actually in comparison, really inexpensive um, in comparison to that. And, uh, you know, like Sam said, if your rent and groceries money is, a, is an issue for you, it's not for you. We won't actually let you come in. We'll know that you're not a match. But if it's like, okay, I have my dreaming fund. I'm going to use a little bit of that. I know this client's going to get in this contract. Okay, I have this bonus that's going to be my year-end bonus from work. That's going to count towards this, blah, blah, blah. Heck yeah, let's do this. You deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah. I want to run down these action steps because I think they're super helpful, right? So we talked about truth and telling the truth. And the action step was say a truth today. Yeah. Something you haven't been saying or haven't been saying clearly to yourself or to someone else. We talked about being hot and really owning your mastery, owning your genius and taking, thinking to yourself, what would I do if I were twice as confident as I am, right? We talked about, um, no, it's red, being furious, getting in touch with our anger and the energy and the fuel and the, 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 gosh, there's even like some sexual generative energy in there, right? Like some hotness and, um, and really make your rage page because what's on that rage page is indicating to your, is, is an indication to where you need to lead next, where your life is leading you next. Right. Um, we talked about being in midlife and how there's no roadmap for this. We're in a different time. Things are different than they've ever been. And, but the time to take the reins is now time to create that blank canvas, that new roadmap, that new territory is now. So take an action towards that today. And then finally get in community, get in community with other, with women who celebrate you, who love you, who respect you, that you love and respect, right? If you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room. Right. And I know a lot of you are natural caregivers and natural leaders. And so you just go into rooms and then automatically people just put you in charge. Find a new room where you are not in charge. We have a lot of women signed up for Billy's who are in major leadership positions. And part of the reason they're coming is because it's hard to find a place where you can sort of take off all the masks, get vulnerable, get support and get input from other women leaders, from other people who are just as smart and just as accomplished and just as amazing. Um, and to not always be in that number one position. Yeah. Beautiful. So there was a question here of which airport, Belize City, which is the BZE, that's the airport. And again, Southwest does fly there. If you're a city like, like Oakland or what have you that flies there, they don't open their registration until tomorrow through March 2020, but you can kind of get a feel for what the flights are like on Southwest then you can use something like Expedia. We also have an amazing travel agent. Once you are enrolled in the retreat, um, later this week, we're sending out information for our travel agent that can help book your flights if you'd like that help. You can also check out, you might also have miles. Like I know I have a lot of miles on Southwest, so I'm going to be looking at that, right? So there's different ways to do that. And we also, with our travel agent, 
um, highly recommend doing travel insurance, which they can help sort that out for you. So we have some help so you don't have to figure that out alone. But if you're looking on your own to just kind of get a feel for what are the flights like, there's direct flights from Chicago, direct flights from Houston, direct flights from Miami. That's one of the reasons why we chose this. I've done a lot of destination retreats in Hawaii. And then I had friends on the East Coast say, Amy, it's like two days of flying to get to Hawaii. And I'm like, I hadn't thought of that. So that's one of the reasons we chose Belize. And we wanted to go someplace new that's fresh and that's really amazing. And the resort that we're at was named like one of the top destinations by the New York Times. It's incredible. So we are so excited. And yes, we're leaving on February 29th, which is leap year, which is just kind of cool, right? Why not? Take a leap. Take a leap. Barefootperfect.com. Keep on reveling in the messiness and the magic of midlife, as I like to call it. It is a time of a lot of messy, and it also is a time of a lot of magic. I like to say, take that midlife crisis and transform it into a midlife awakening, Mm -hmm. because it can be just that. And just imagine, what if the best time of your life was ahead of you instead of behind you? Amen. All of you, thank you so much for being here, Amy. I'm so happy to hang out with you. This was the smartest thing we've ever done. I'm just so, so excited. For this. I have to say, I really noticed how I feel looking at like, and then my day to day, like I look at my calendar because I'm, I'm so 1987, I still have a date book, right? <laughs> um, and knowing like, I'm going to Belize. <laughs> I know. Like, it's so, it lights me up every time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Belize. <laughs> so I want you to have that feeling too, whether it's Belize or something else, get lit up, get excited. Everybody's saying thank you, Penny, Lisa. Yes. Ethel, Shamanista, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Sending so much love. Bye-bye, everyone.